Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah. Yeah. Philly. Bird gang. Yeah. They got enemies, got a lot of enemies. Everybody hating on that bird gang energy. Bird they trying to take the wave that we on. Check it and respect it, bruh. Fourth and John. Ooh, we. Yeah, we got that loud pipe. This that show, all bird gangs alike. Agel, E Rock, Evan, the homie Mike. Ain't no show keeping up in sight. Yeah. When you watching them birds play, Bird. thoughts go through your mind about some misplays. Backstage politics, right. who's next on the trade block? Man. Tune in to 4th and John, get your answers, bruh. If you be in the city, just know that we get busy. Get Time busy. there's a whole game tailgate. We lit Cheering on them birds, uh, singing that fight song. E-A-G-L-E-S, we on, look. We from Philly. If you don't know, we run these streets the same way the birds run that NFC East. Giants is weak, skins is trash, Cowboys every season, what that ass look. It ain't no competition, we here for those who listen. Want nothing but the facts, that ego coalition. We could give two fucks about your trash ass team. Our concern is about that black, that white, that midnight green. The feathers on the helmet, bruh, our hearts indebted. Fly, Eagles, fly, what it's about, bruh, I said it, look up. But I just gotta know one thing. Are you ready? No, I said, are you ready? What's up, Philadelphia? We are. Live broadcasting from the beautiful Green Turtle in North Wells, Pennsylvania. Welcome to the week nine episode of the Fourth and John podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we are seven and one. If you thought the Eagles would be seven and one midway through the 2017 NFL season, you listening at home, raise your hand. Now put your hand down. Bullshit. No, you did not. No, you did not. But here we are, 7 and it's going to be hard to pound my chest up here in front of all these people who are now newly confused at the Green Turtle as to who this short guy is yelling into a microphone. <laughs> it's going to be hard to pound it, my chest and say, okay, we beat the four, a winless 49ers team. We didn't exactly look good doing it. I mean, the defense played well. The running game struggled. The offensive line struggled. 
Carson Wentz didn't necessarily have his sharpest game of the year. But at the end of the day, you look up at the scoreboard, and despite not playing their best game, 33-10. to 10. There I'll it is, 33-10. to 10. It I doesn't went, matter! Yeah, it, it, I went home, my wife goes, you know what, they didn't play so well. They kind of played like garbage. I'll tell you, I said, I'll take 33 points playing like garbage any day of the week in the rain against the 49ers. Right now, you're leading the division. You're leading the NFC. You're leading the entire NFL. It is a great position to be in. There with me at the game was my boy, Gail Saunders. Gail, yeah, how man, are we're, you, sir? We're, we're dealing with the rain. We're dealing with adversity. This team, uh, the first game without the bodyguard, JP. Yeah. And it, it showed. Uh, obviously, you like that they, that, you know, the team, uh, the special teams came, came to play. The defense show that they're able to uh, win games for us. Uh, but, you know, during the game, we were a little nervous for about a quarter. But second quarter started, we knew we had this, this game in the bag. Defense was phenomenal. So, I mean, a win is a win in the NFL. you got to be excited. So Yeah, and, and, and going back to what we talked about last week, I mean, there's not a point in the game at all where you don't feel like with this particular Eagles team, like, yo, we got this. Mm-hmm. They'll figure it out. Yeah, it was sloppy, but they'll figure it out. But that defensive front, though. Oh, my God, it's oh, nasty. No. With this defensive front, it's uh, the motto, everybody eats. Because everybody, everybody eats. was uh, firing at full cylinders, you know, too deep. We were too deep at defensive all across the front. So, I mean, uh, they, they brought pressure the whole game. So, that was awesome. The defense played amazing. Speaking of amazing, speaking of incredible I brought in a couple buddies with me today here at the Green Turtle. Squad. First and foremost, you've been asking for him because he killed it last year. My man, Jason Ashworth. How are you, my friend? What up, boys? How you doing again? Doing fantastic. Thank Good you. Good to see you, man. I see you're pumped about the win, huh? I'm pumped about any Eagles win, man. Yeah, I'm hard-pressed not to come in here and, and find some positive words from you. And look, guys, you're right. It was a good win, right? I mean, it, for everything that we just said, they didn't play their best football. Carson Wentz didn't look as sharp, and the offensive line had a couple holes. But at the end of the day, it's NFL athletes against NFL athletes. And I don't, care, I don't care at what point in the season you play them. I don't care who's banged up, who's not. They're all professional athletes getting paid to, to win the football game. And even not at their best, they still put up north of 30. Yeah. So, look, I'll be the first to admit, I've said it all season long, and every week they continue to prove me wrong. Preseason, I had this at, a, at an eight-win team. And I, mm-hmm. even made, mm-hmm. I even made the case on my show, any given sports day with Ron Burke, that yes, check I, it could, out, man. I could see a scenario where this would be a six-win team. And I caught a lot of heat for it, rightfully so, because mm-hmm. I was dead wrong. I was dead wrong on, on Doug Peterson. I was dead wrong on the DBs. Mm-hmm. I was dead wrong on Carson Wentz and his development and him having the ability to take such a giant leap in year two yeah. to make a 7-1 and one record at this point possible. So it, there's been a lot of buzz going around on Twitter right now in terms of who would you apologize to if you could apologize yeah. to any. You yeah. know, you see that. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, yeah. it's true. It's true. And I saw that, and I, and I bring that up specifically because, because of you. And it, it, for me, it's the entire organization. I had it wrong. I, and I'm happy that I had it wrong, oh, right? Yeah, surprise, yeah. surprise, and it, surprise and it, baby! And, it, and it's so amazing when you're, when you're able to happily apologize. Sure. Like, like, nobody wants to hold an L. Nobody mm-hmm. wants And nobody does it gracefully. But when you're able to hold that L because you're holding up a 7-1 and one record, 
Boy, that that L doesn't feel so heavy, but it, does it? But does and I gotta be. Look, we got two hours to talk about this, and I and I'm not gonna be a Debbie Downer. I promise you, E Rock. But does <laughs> no. it does it does seven? Do you still feel comfortable at the seven and one? Like when people talk about best best team in football, do you unequivocally say best team in football? And do you know that? Do you feel that? In you your say it with your chest. Do you, I, yeah, do you yeah. say it with your chest? Yeah, I I do. Do you? I do. I'm not there yet. Because, I'm because still not when, there yet. Because when I take a look at the rest of the schedule, and this is something that we've run up and down every single week on this very podcast, we take a look at the remaining schedule. We take a look at the teams we have left to play. We take a look at the Denver Broncos, mm. bye week, Dallas Cowboys, Chicago, Seattle. Boy, did you see that? Well, game? it's Seattle, then the Rams. It's yeah, a bang, bang on the West the Rams, Coast. New York Giants, Oakland, and Dallas. Really, can you pencil in an L? Can yes, you pencil I can in pencil in two of them. I could pencil in possibly three of them. So- solid L. Solid. Solid. What? Solid. Against who? Well, first of all, look, Trevor Simeon doesn't scare me, not even a little bit, but that defense does. You're saying L next week? I'm not saying – no, I'm absolutely not saying L next okay. week. I'm just saying I could see an L. If you want me to pen it in, I'm going to say no. You want me to pencil it in, fine, because that's the way the NFL schedule works. Mm-hmm. You don't always win every game – just because the matchup in the, right. look, the the Eagles should have lost to the Chargers based on matchups alone, but that, that's why you play the game. Yeah. And they went in there and they said otherwise. An East Coast team traveling West okay. Coast matchup problem still got the W. Yeah. I think the Denver Broncos do present a matchup problem yeah. for the Eagles. I think it will be a tough test for the Eagles. Certainly. But basically, it's that West Coast trip, that Seahawks and that Rams game that's going to tell me who I got right here. I I'm, got lo- you. I'm looking I feel at you. that West Coast trip you. to say, are we legit or are we not legit? Those Chargers actually shut out the Denver Broncos. Ain't that the truth? Yeah. Ain't that weird? Okay. Because that's why you play the games. True. That's my point. Definitely. At the end of the table there, we have Adrian Fedkew from PhillyInfluencer.com. I told What's you I brought All-Stars on? today, man. <laughs> I told you I brought in the, the All-Star, All-Star team. Hey, this I'm, is like the Sixers right here. you got to trust the process, right? That's Bring why I'm rocking all the, the gear. That's yeah, why I'm rocking you got to put your process. aces in places, baby. How are you, <laughs> my friend? I, I'm doing fantastic. 33-10, to 10, you know, it, it didn't look pretty at times. But the defense balled out again. Fletcher Cox, deep penetration into the backfield. Brandon Graham was tremendous. <laughs> Patrick Robinson has been doing it all season long. I know he left the game with a concussion, but a couple big tackles he had. And then on the interception, the way he read that and darted on the ball, uh, that was great to, to get the deflection. Uh, Jalen Mills, a mm. pick six. Mm. You can't touchdown. get any yards after the catch against him. It's, it's incredible. You, you get catches on him. But in terms of after the catch, he's been tremendous this season. So, again, we talk about it 33-10. to 10, We're complaining here, but it's a 23-point win against a exactly. team in the NFL. I have no complaints. Yeah, and, and, again, going back to the intro, it's hard for me to stand up here or sit here or do anything here and, like, pound my chest about anything yeah. that they did because it looks like it matched the weather. It was yeah. a sloppy game. But at the end of the day, you still look up at the scoreboard and you go, holy crap, yeah. they're still throwing up 30 spots. And this, I, I by thought the way, we were going to shut them out for a while. By the way, is the same team that the Redskins barely squeaked by, right, and right, their whole right. entire fan base was saying, a W's a W. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A but W's yeah. a W. So, listen. Cowboy fans will tell you that they dropped 40 on them. Ooh, yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, the Cowboys did win yesterday. So yeah, Emphatically. Uh, what's that? Emphatically. Yeah. I mean, I know we want to puff our chest out about the Washington games because we took them twice, but that was a beatdown yesterday. Yeah. I think if anybody, I mean, I, in the beginning of the season, again, this whole, this whole division has been completely wild to me because preseason I thought it was the Giants that were going to be the team to beat. And then as you had the – Really? It, 
You thought it was going to be the oh giant? Oh, my God. I absolutely, absolutely, 100%. A without lot of people like Without a doubt, I thought it was going to be the Giants to take the division. Clearly wrong on that. And then as the Eagles started playing well and I wasn't ready to quite buy in and there was the suspension with Zeke Elliott Loom, and I thought, you know what, maybe the Redskins talent-wise are going to be the best team in this division. And then you have the Eagles who overtake them and beat them twice, and now we have no choice but to say, well, maybe the Eagles are the best team in this division. And then you got the Dallas Cowboys who are now starting to look like they found that gear. Now, obviously the Zeke suspension, the looming suspension would change everything in Dallas. But what you saw yesterday, what you've seen over the last couple weeks, somebody in Big D is getting it right right now. And so, again, when we look through that schedule, anybody who thinks Philadelphia is going to walk into Dallas and just – just scoop up no. a dub and, and no. hop on the plane home, you're in for a treat because that team's starting to put it together as well. And, I, and I've been saying it podcast after podcast after podcast because they've gone into such a winning streak. Like, look, they're going to – we're due. Like, they're going to lose a couple of these games. It's going to be okay. Maybe that's what I'm doing, E. Maybe I'm just setting myself up because I know it's coming. It, yeah, we it, all know it's coming, the, and that's okay. The, the, you're the bracing law, for it. Yeah. yeah. The law of averages <laughs> says it's, it's, it's going to come, but uh, – you know, as as we continue further in this thing, Gail, help me out here. We well, I mean, look looking at the thing. schedule. I mean, who who are we? Have the Broncos? Are we L? Win? No, I'll, I'll still take a win. Okay, <laughs> we get the. I think right? Denver is we, a win, but if Emmanuel Sanders was playing, tough. a little bit different. But he's tough. not. Yeah, we got the we get the bye. Then we have the Cowboys. Then we have the Bears, win. Seahawks, loss, Rams, win, Giants, win, Raiders, win, Cowboys, loss. Maybe for the division. <laughs> so tough. Well, right, so come, basically, what you just gave me is a three, a thirteen and three, and, and that's possible. Yeah. Here's the biggest thing I'm struggling with, and it helps that they played the Niners. But you look about. Let, let's go a week ago. Let's go Monday afternoon before okay. they played the Washington Redskins. Mm-hmm. I looked at that team. And I said this before again on the podcast when I was talking with Ron. We pointed this out. Monday before they played the Redskins, I thought you had a badass team. I thought you had a, the, the best team in the division at that point, and I thought you had a legit playoff contender. Uh, not just a, a, a playoff contender, a legit playoff contender, one that can make a deep run. But then come Tuesday morning when you lose Jason Peters and you lose Hicks, yeah. you still have a playoff team. You still have a good football team, but they are not even close to as good of a, fo- as a, of a football team as they were Monday afternoon when oh, they I woke up Tuesday I morning. So mm. you have to start taking that into account. That becomes context yep. to the argument. Yep, and, 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 this, and this team, as we, uh, we child change the subject into the trade deadline, this team – is probably maybe one injury away on the offensive line yes. or one injury away at linebacker. And speaking of the offensive line, one injury away at quarterback who you got to oh, protect. Yeah. From this whole thing going completely tits up. <laughs> it, I mean, I mean it, it just it is what it is. So now that we're approaching the trade deadline. 4 o'clock Tuesday. 4 o'clock on Tuesday. I mean, the rumor mill is churning. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's Twitter noise anymore. What's actual fact on what they're picking up the phone and looking for? Gail, well, have the, you heard anything well, about the, that? The Calvin Johnson trade that was in yeah, there. Yeah, that, 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 that I know that's Twitter noise. But Dwayne Brown from the Texans, that, that would be a solid pickup. You're, you, you know, look, you're looking forward to the future. Uh, left tackle, who could probably step in for Jason Peters? That would be Dwayne Brown. Is he starting? Mm-hmm. Dwayne Brown. He, he did play late, but he's 32. And depending on the, just, the just a two-year fix, we, we need a two-year fix. But I'm not giving up a second-round pick for a two-year fix. Is it going to take no. a second? It may. Well, the, yeah. the draft capital they're talking about that surrounds him could be a fourth and maybe a future third or second, somewhere in that range. And while I think Dwayne Brown is a, he's obviously a Pro Bowl left tackle right. when you need that for, for a run, 
Look, for a guy who I'm only going to get two years out of, I'd be more inclined to go after a Cordy Glenn. I'd be more inclined to go after a guy where maybe I can lock him up for his prime if I'm going right. to give away that type of draft capital. Yeah, well, I'm thinking like sometimes I'm, I try to sit back and like, you know what, maybe we're giving away capital, but like if we're going to make a run and they feel it's important yeah. and they got to get this piece – and you got to do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. As, I, I, I wouldn't give up a second. We don't have a second. As we but, um, have, we'll as, be at 2019. As we approach this trade deadline, the Philadelphia Eagles are an incredibly unique position. And the fact that I think their run happened a little quicker than they expected. Yeah. So all of a sudden, they're looking at the rest of the NFL. They're looking at a Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay Packers. They're looking at the division not playing up to snuff the way they are. They're looking at the rest of the competition in the a- uh, NFC as a whole. And they're like, why, why not us this year? Why, why not? So they're in a unique position where they can all of a sudden start taking on the mentality of, hey, maybe we do start loading up or make some moves at the trade deadline because this – this could be yeah. the year. Yeah. Like, not for nothing. At this point, this could be the year. But they're also, remember, they traded away a lot of, as you would put it in your Sixers gear, a lot of assets, right, to trade up and go get Wentz. As, as today stands, I still don't think they have a day two pick unless Eric Rowe and that the whole New England yeah. thing, yeah, that, that, that moves up. Mm-hmm. So what assets are you willing to give away and stunt the growth of this entire thing. You're kind of, you're kind of, you got two hands here. On one hand, you have the run that you're on right now, and oh my God, this might be the year. It might be, maybe not. And then on the other hand, you've got the future, because this is still a very young team. They are still building towards something. Are they there yet? Do you, do you put all your chips in the middle at this point? It feels kind of weird to do so. Right? And there's another thing to consider here as well with. All the guys that you have to re-sign next year, all Sean yes. Jeffrey, Timmy Jernigan. So if you bring in a guy like a Cordy Glenn or even Dwayne Brown who might want to restructure his contract, that's going to kill the salary cap situation for next season. So you have to quickly prioritize what you want. Yes. Do you want to play for now or do you want to play for the future? It's, it's a very tough question to answer right now. Trade deadline's tomorrow. You don't have a lot of time. Time's ticking away. It's ticking away. Yeah. So when you take a look at a guy like the, the the offensive lineman from the Houston Texans that you just mentioned, it's going to take like listen, left tackles don't grow on trees. No, this this is going to so take it, more than you think. It's going to take him. more than you think to pry an offensive lineman, a starting left tackle, or any a pro tack, bowler, a, a pro, pro bowler, bowler left tackle away yeah. from any team. I don't care how bad their record is. We would all love to say, hey, listen. Uh, We'll throw you, you know, a six-round pick. Yeah, and maybe, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, g- I'll give you a Trey Burton and a six. Uh, pick yeah. like a you, de- six you definitely get it. drive out of this lot in the new you're car and you Subaru today. At this point in the game, you're getting fleeced. It doesn't matter. Yeah, you're, you're going to you're you're get, get Sam Bradford. It's, it, yeah, you're going to get Sam Bradford. It's always the buyers who get screwed in the yeah. end. Remember that, Eagles fans. Yeah, but hold on. We get, you're, you're ignoring the Howie Roseman factor here. Oh, the, 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 when, Howie, every, the Howie when everybody factor. assumes that Howie, Howie can't get it done, Howie pulls something <laughs> out of his ring. Because he's done it before. We he's all know it. It. There's no way you're getting a first for Sam Bradford. I'm sorry, guys. It's just not happening. We, until guess what? Knock at the door, and it's the first-round pick for Sam Bradford. And you got Thank something you. else, too. Right? And there's so, no way he was getting Alshon Jeffrey, but it happened. It, that's, mm-hmm. so surprise, that's surprise, baby! There's a Howie Roseman effect here. I don't. You, you hit it on the head, to me anyway. 
this happened ahead of their plans. I don't think we are ahead of schedule. A lot of what they gave away to get Carson Wentz is what's affecting the Eagles this year without having the second round, without having that. Now, granted, they gave away a third round for Darby, but Mm -hmm. still, they don't have the capital right now to play around. I don't think anybody in the Novacare complex expected them to be seven and one in year two of Carson Wentz and leaps and bounds above the NFC right now, which they are. So. But rock in a hard place. Yeah. What do you do? You yep. are seven and one. Yes. You did lose your left tackle. Yes. You did lose your starting middle linebacker. Yes. Tomorrow is the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. Odds are you're going to get fleeced. This could be your shot at the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. What do you do? It's, it's rock a, in a hard that place. That is a interesting, interesting. But I think the thing you, you love is they have this this one thing. It's called chemistry. That you don't see that in, in a lot of teams this year. Sure. This team has got. They love each other. They love playing for each other. They love the coach. Yeah. The, the, yeah. the city is, like, ecstatic. That's I mean, there's, there's something going on right now. Which is a whole other dynamic, Gail. Because right. then if you do say, okay, I have to go out and I've got to bring in myself a left tackle to shore up his blind side, well, how do you know that guy's going to blend with the chemistry that you formed in the locker room? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. now, now you're bringing somebody Davis else Bryant. into the – Exactly. Yeah, yeah, no, you do exactly. not bring a guy no. like that into this that, locker room. That's why Doug's saying the specific fit. It's got to be a specific – Fit that fits his what team. What fit is that? Well, it's got to be a, a guy that they believe in, a, a team leader. Well, right um, right now, Taylor hard. Hart is your backup. Yeah, seriously. So, and so. and, and to, to that point, Taylor Hart's your backup. Look, you can get by, in the NFL anyway, you can get by when you're talking about you lost a starter, but you've got a quality backup. Yeah. All right, so you lose, you lose Jordan Hicks, but Michael Kendricks has been playing his ass off. And you can get away with Michael Kendricks as long as he can stay healthy. But once Michael Kendricks gets hurt, yeah. and you're relying on Najee Good, yeah. and you're relying on Joe Walker, yeah. and you yeah. have those that now yeah. your depth is yeah. now starting, that's where you start to feel it. It's not necessarily the, t- uh, albeit not talking about Wentz here, but typically, whether it's along the line or defensive back or whatever that position may be, you can get guys to step in, that next man up mentality. Mm-hmm. But you can only go so deep. You can yeah. only peel off so many layers to the onion to where it starts to stink and you start to cry. <laughs> I mean, Joe Walker is the only is. middle linebacker on this roster um, after, you know, after that. And then That's true. They, they just worked out. Daniel Ellerby, who's uh, uh, spent some time with uh, Joe Douglas, yeah. uh, was with the Ravens, Saints, Dolphins. So that might be the guy that locks up the spot, you know. Last week they worked out. It was Jelani Jenkins, Donald Butler, and Sean Spence were the three guys. Ringers. Just ringers. Bring them in. (laughs) As we approach tomorrow at 4 o'clock, here's how I see this kind of all playing out. For all those Eagles fans who are thinking that the Eagles are going to make a big splash, maybe get themselves a starting left tackle, don't see it happening. For all those Eagles fans that think they might be a big splash of running back or wide receiver like a Calvin Johnson, the best thing for them to do right now is to use some of those assets they have in the back end of the draft and fill depth. Depth. You're yes. not going to get hosed on filling depth. No. A lot of these guys, you remember a guy, a, a, a depth guy in Baltimore who they were not going to re-sign at the end of this season by the name of Timmy Jernigan, they basically gave him to us. They gave him to us, and he ended up being – so you got to find those guys who you were high on in college before the draft, depth players, because, again, you're one offensive tackle away. You're one linebacker away from this this whole run that we're talking about, one hand and the other all of a sudden not being a run anymore. You need to backfill. I hated how they, how they went into the 
friggin' I gotta watch my mouth. Uh, I know. The green it's turtle. green turtle. We show respect <laughs> yeah, 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 to the green yeah, yeah. turtle. I, I, I have to watch my mouth. I hate how they went into the season with only three offensive tackles on the roster. Yeah. Well, because well, you're, because, you're, because you're holding on to a guy like Pumphrey. Yeah. You're holding on to all those running backs. Well, and you traded Barber out to, to yep. and for an additional seventh-round pick. Right. Now, how good would they look? You want that seventh-round pick? That conditional seventh-round pick? Or do you want that solid backup left tackle? I agree with you that I don't think that they should go and try and make a huge splash based on what they're going to have to give up. A name that is so silly to say this. I get it. So I'm saying this with a caveat, really. But a name that keeps coming back to me, uh, a very low buy, low low risk, high reward guy is a guy like Brandon Albert. And you're never going to find a guy out on the streets who can come in and just be dominant. But this is a guy who – we're talking about Calvin Johnson, a guy who abruptly retired. But Brandon Albert, he he was a pro bowl left tackle. And he has a relationship with Doug Doug Peterson. You don't have to give up anything to get him. So you might as well try and bring him in. Some money, It can't be worse than Taylor Hart. Correct. Oh, because that's the answer to my prayers. Taylor Hart. It's the other guy. Thank you, sir. Quanjo, who played at Alabama. Cyrus Quanjo? Yeah. And then I, I also heard, yeah, Sancho Henderson from Buffalo as well. They got like four tackles. They're they're deep at tackles. Which is they what might... which is what makes Cordy Glenn attractive because yeah. they yeah. might be willing to dump him for a little for a yeah. little less than what it would typically cost. And then yeah. you also have Billy Ford. I think, Ford I think the Eagles are going to make a depth move and maybe start Big V out. and see how it works out. And if it doesn't work out, that's when you go to your depth guy. Mm-hmm. And we're, look, we're sitting here talking about how you have to have a left tackle. I don't have all the confidence in the world in Big V. I don't. No. No, but when does. I look at the line yesterday, I didn't I didn't single out Big V and say he Lane was the Johnson. Reason. Was the Lane Johnson had a tough day. He was awful yesterday. He had a tough go of it, and he's about to face Von Miller. Right? He he, wasn't ready. (laughs) He was not. If he struggled against the Niners, what's he going to do against Von Miller coming off that edge? So, if anything, again, and I know they rolled protection over, and I know they gave Big V a little bit of help, but he wasn't the guy I was looking at saying, "Okay, that's going to be an issue." Granted, we'll see how the rest of the season plays out. Absolutely. As the trade deadline approaches, we're here at the Green Turtle. We got some uh, faithful Fourth and John listeners out here hanging out with us. We got my man Ryan, who's a tailgate veteran, man. He, uh, he's always at the tailgates. What would you do as the trade deadline approaches if you're in Howie Roseman's seat right now? Well, typically, um, I, coming into the season, I didn't think that we were poised to make a run. I thought we were going to be improved from last season. Um, but I didn't think we were there yet. But with the way that things have... Surprise, surprise. Yeah, the way that things have, have, have come, come about... Uh, with injuries in like Green Bay to Aaron Rodgers, things like that. Obviously, we're seven to one. We got a great record. Uh, I think you got to strike while the iron's hot. You got to do what you can do to ensure a deep run. You got to take that shot right now. So, um, if that means giving up a little bit of picks, you know, you still have Carson once for the next ten years or so. Like you still have Stay that main piece, which is going to attract free agents in the future. So you might not need those assets that you potentially were leaning on. Uh, going into the the next couple seasons, I mean, we still got Sidney Jones just on hey. ice waiting for next season. So basically, it's gonna be like found money. It's gonna be like found money going into next season. So we will have that corner. We do have Darby coming off the bench soon. He's that, getting healthy. That's a great point because so. coming into the season, what do we all say? Oh my God, that line's nice, but those DBs, oh, yeah. they're gonna be a problem. And now you have a guy like Patrick, Patrick Mills. <laughs> right? No, well, let's talk about Patrick Robinson for a second. Oh, yeah. Amazing. That guy was a bum in the preseason, an absolute bum. stiff in the preseason. Has been nothing short of spectacular so far. I'll admit that. But you got Mills, who looks like he's a quality. He'll he'll wind up working in the slot, but looks like he's a quality corner in the league. Yep. On the you on the other side. 
<laughs> Douglas looks like he can play a little bit now. And Amazing. again, he's yeah. playing he's ahead of what anybody had him playing yes. his rookie year. Absolutely. But he looks like he can play a little bit. All that said, we haven't even really seen Darby yet. Jones hasn't even stepped on the field yet. So what was once a concern that we were going to have to throw draft picks at to try to figure out, baby, you got it in house. We got four. Deep you got right it in house now, four and you deep. have a pretty. Now we don't know Sidney Jones. Can play. Yeah. We don't know who Sidney Jones is yet. We know who we think he is. Nobody knows who Sidney Jones is yet. We know who we think Darby is, but nobody really knows who Darby is yet because you haven't seen him do it enough in an Eagles uniform. But if we can use a little deductive reasoning and a little logic here, I'd say that position looks pretty damn well right now, wouldn't we? Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. We got our boy Mac here, who is also one of the veterans of the. Fourth and John tailgate as well. As the deadline approaches, you're Howie Roseman. You're doing the magic. Who are you calling up and what are you trying to get? I'm thinking we got to get definitely an O-lineman. I mean, just finding anyone that we could get at the deadline is just, it would help. Because obviously with Peters going down, you you got to try to see if you can replace him any way you can. And it's, uh, we just got to try to work with what we have, I guess. But um, if, if, if Howie's going to want to go someone at the deadline, uh, definitely got to be O-line, I would say. Definitely O-line. A doe line is a common theme, and I like it. Yeah. I like it, my man. Is it any surprise that Jason Peters wasn't on the field and Jake Elliott missed two extra points? No. <laughs> so, throw that out there. Need somebody to get in his hey, kitchen listen, a little while bit. the bodyguard's away, <laughs> the, the cats will play, right? We also got our dude York is here rocking – the sweet Crusher Peterson T-shirt. Look at this sexy man wearing this sexy T-shirt. Look how it fits in all the right places. <laughs> By the way, it's getting weird in here. Be, 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 before we get to you, my man, did you know that we started like the Fourth and John T-shirt shop? Probably what, Gail? Midsummer? Yeah. Midsummer. About midsummer. It has now officially, through the generous donations of our listeners, buying said T-shirts. It is paid for the podcast. Hey. Hey. Paid for the podcast. Hey. So, okay. sure, sir, okay. let me shake your hand and, and say thank you so much for, for rocking the T-shirt. You are Howie Roseman. The, tread, the trade deadline quickly approaches, man. What are you doing? You know what I'm doing? I'm calling up Tampa. We got a team down there. We saw oh. them on Hard Knocks. This is a team full of stars, but this team is shit to bed out of the gate. They're 2-5 and five right now. We got stars. We got Quan Alexander, Levante David, and linebacker. We got... Maybe even the muscle hamster, Doug Martin. I mean, there's a lot of stars down there that are lost right now. How about DJX, maybe? I mean, a lot of guys down there wasting away this season. Let's give them a call, see what's going on in Tampa. I love, isn't, it, isn't it amazing, too, how you follow, like, the Hard Knocks, like, television show, and you kind of fall in love with these players, and then year after year, it's not the Hard Knocks team that actually makes a run. Like, they look terrible. Like, like, like you, you've, you're like, man, I'm watching Jameis, and yes, it was a little hokey at times, but I really like, this guy is such a leader, man. This guy has everything that you could want in a quarterback. It, look, whatever yeah, it he, is, he it. had it. Oh, my God. Look at, look at McCoy, man. He's, he, he's a monster. Look at those safeties. And they come out, and they completely shit the bed. Maybe too many cameras. Maybe you got a little Hollywood, maybe, behind the scenes. Yeah, it's the magic of editing. That's why I look so good mm. on camera. It's not because I'm actually good. It's just the magic of editing. We got our man Louie here, too, as well. What's up, Louie? Hey, how's it going, boys? So the trade deadline approaches. I'm going to ask you the same question I've been asking everybody and for listeners listening live because we are going to attempt live on location to take phone calls. We're going to try it out. Number to call in is 215-515-2924. But what say you, Mr. Mr. Louie Roseman? I gotta say, I'm a little disappointed that we're not killing it on special teams like we have for the last two years. 
I think that we've got to bring in somebody who's going to give us a spark. I got to admit, when Jernigan blocked that field goal yesterday, I was like, that is the intensity that I was looking for mm-hmm. during this game because we were flat the whole game most of the time when it was coming to, you know, trying to take punts back to the house or block field goals. And, you know, I know Marigos is hurt, but I feel like we could get somebody who can help our special teams. Because how do you go from being first two years in a row to 14th? It just doesn't make sense. You, you bring up an excellent point. Way to bring it to the table, man. Yeah. And, that, and that's what you're going to find. You're not going to find your starting left tackle via trade in the middle of the season. They just don't grow on trees. You're not, you're not going to find your starting middle linebacker via trade. You're going to get fleeced. Well, you can uh, find special teamers. Did you guys see that picture with um, Carlos Hyde on the sideline? Yeah, talking to Deuce. Mm-hmm. Any uh, did I mean, eye emojis out there, you know, maybe? No, no. I, I guess, I mean, I get it. I think, see, what we're doing right now is because we have no idea what they're doing, we're just throwing everything out there. Gotcha. Saying, oh, the Eagles, are, yeah, they're going to take a look talk at Carlos Hot. Yeah, they're going to take a look at Dwayne Brown. Yeah, they're going to take a look at Megatron. We have no idea. We, I mean, and we can bang on the running backs all we want, but the bottom line is they've been productive enough. Right, And when they've needed to run the football to pick up a crucial first down, when they've needed to go on a drive and sustain and put up some points, they've done that. And it's not like they've just slinged it. Right, They've run the football effectively. We can be worried about Blunt if you want to be. If you want to be worried about Blunt in December and January when, when the carries start to catch up to him, okay, well, we can talk about that. And maybe that's reason to make a preemptive move. But I, if I'm looking at where I got to address it, I'm sorry, it's not Carlos Hyde right now. Yeah. If, if I had Jason Peters healthy and Jordan Hicks healthy, then maybe I'd have the flexibility or I'd have the luxury to go out and try to upgrade a position. But right now, I'm focusing on two positions, and that's left tackle and middle linebacker, and it's not even close. And plus, you got to remember, when you get to that point in, in the season, when you, when you get to that you know, December, when you get into January, you're not the only people that's hurting. Yeah. You're not the only team that's banged up. You're not the only guys missing people. I mean, look at the Washington Redskins. They're down to, like, their backups to the backups. Yeah. 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 San Francisco. And that's when it shows. And that's when it yeah. shows. I mean, you got to get road graders in there, especially yeah. for, for the playoffs. You want to go deep, you, you got to get a lineman. I think you got to get a tackle. I mean, if I'm, a, I'm, I'm thinking Alberts maybe. Like, yeah, look, if I'm gonna, there's nothing wrong with bringing in depth. You're going to no. need depth. Because let's say the unthinkable happens and one of these guys do go down. You can't then look at the streets and say, hey, you, come here, play guard. You know what yeah. I mean? If anything, at this point, you want to start bringing some guys in just to groom them in the offensive system so they get used to it, you know? And I definitely think tackle is obviously a lot more important than addressing linebacker because the Eagles can kind of hide the Jordan Hicks injury in a way because they play nickel defense like 60%, 70% of the time. So that means Bradham... And, and Kendricks are going to be out on the field most of the time. So, obviously, yep. with that, they go after tackle. And what they're going to start running now is the, what, what they're going to call what the, the heavy nickel, the big yeah, nickel. Big, big they and they have Malcolm in, exactly. in the box sometimes, Where they too. drop a, what would be typically your safety, in this case Malcolm Jenkins, and yep. they, they let him play more of a linebacker role. So they yep. go DB heavy, but Malcolm Jenkins is your linebacker. I thought they were going to, let, I thought they were going to bring Jerry back up from the practice squad to I let him too. run that. Yeah. But that's ideal for him. Yeah. But it was Malcolm Jenkins against the Niners. And, and coverage is where they were kind of lacking at the linebacker yeah. spot in terms yeah. of the zone coverage. So Jerry was the guy I thought. Yeah, I agree. You know, be- before we get to the phones, because uh, and, and, and before I forget to mention this, because uh, uh, somebody on Twitter, and I forget who it was, br- brought it up to me. Malcolm Jenkins next year is making a lot of money. Chances are he'll, he'll restructure to stay with the team. I don't want to look into the future and make any false predictions. But you brought up Razul Douglas earlier in, in, in the show. And how good he's playing. We have breaking news. 
Oh, What's no. that? Um, Seahawks acquire Dwayne Brown yeah. from the Texans. That's a good move for them. That's a really what? what they give up for what? I don't know yet. That's a really it, good move. They happened. were one of the they happened. were one of the teams I was they looking needed at. They need to tackle more than we did. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So I'll, I'll be curious to see that's what the price that's tag a, was. I'll bet you it's a high move, tag. Yeah. Because they know be. the Seahawks needed it. Yeah. And it, the Seahawks it's were one of the teams move. where people kept bringing up Dwayne Brown. I said, okay, that's nice. That's I'll do that. Move. But the Seahawks not only want him – I'm sorry, not only need him, they wanted him. So yeah. I wouldn't be surprised to see if I it mean, was I, like a second-round pick. They had Matt Tobin yeah. over there playing. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously things are not right over there. It, it, right? It, it's a buyer and a seller market at this point. Mm. And you got to understand, like, that's the sellers move. are always going to get more. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. they hold the power. Unless you're Howie Roseman. Unless you're Howie Roseman, and you can do that Howie magic. Before, yeah. before I forget this point, all right, the, uh, the safety position, Malcolm Jenkins possibly restructured. He's getting up there in age, right? He's getting a little long. You mentioned how good Razul Douglas is playing. Somebody on Twitter put, like, threw it out to me, and I, I, I forgot to, like, screenshot it or save it because it was such an excellent point. What about next year moving Razul to safety? I actually talked about that um, Did you? earlier in the season. Um, I mean, because you, you he's got the a, length. You're gonna have a plethora of you're cornerbacks. Gonna, you're gonna yeah. have depth of cornerback. You yeah. got Jalen. Jalen Mills also has uh, safety. Um, he's played safety at LSU. And what was Jenkins before he moved to safety? He was a corner. Was a corner. There you go. Well, you got a lot of versatile p- pieces in that secondary. You know how you can just tell that a guy's a safety. You know what I mean? And like, and I don't know if you if you guys get that same vibe, but you can just tell by whether it's their foot speed or the way they hit somebody or yeah. they've got a certain tenacity about them. Like when you see Malcolm Jenkins play, you're like, okay, that's a safety. Yeah. Right? And we knew that pretty early in his career. Okay, that guy's better suited to be a safety. I don't personally, yeah. I don't necessarily see Douglas as a safety. I see him as, a, okay, he's a lanky corner. I get it. He's long. He's, he's rangy. He's a good tackler, though. He is a, no, he is a good tackler. He's physical. I've seen him no, he is a good tackler, just like but he's not, a, he's not, in my opinion anyway, he's not like a – like, Eric Berry will destroy you. Malcolm Jenkins will hit you. Now, granted, I'm using some big names in the yeah. safety position, right? Yeah. But you have to play the safety position a certain way. To me, Douglas is a sure tackler for a cornerback, mm-hmm. but I don't know if he's going to be the guy to come up in the box and lay the wood. That's a good point. You know what I mean? I, don't, I just don't know that, that that's yeah. his game. He's long and rangy, right. and he may be better suited based off his speed to play mm-hmm. in the back He might end. be a sure tackler, but not a hitter. Not a hitter. Right. He's not yeah. a hitter. You, just, you can tell certain guys they want that contact. He doesn't have they, that McLeod. They need that contact. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. not even McLeod. Right, right. McLeod will yeah. get up. He'll get his nose dirty. But he's rangy, though. He can pick the ball off. Okay. Led it's, the it's, it's gonna be, NAACP. He does have the ball skills. It's going to be interesting. Much better than I thought. He did. It's going to be interesting to see what they do with this bevy of cornerbacks that they have acquired now because when Sidney Jones comes back, I mean, it's a good problem to have. Yep. Just yep. like right now, yep. you know, a lot of uh, offensive linemen would have been a good problem to have, <laughs> but it's, uh, it's not the problem we have. We have an exact opposite problem. We're going to go to the phones right now. Uh, try. <laughs> we're going to try we'll to try. go to the phones. We didn't screen these phones, so I have no idea who's on the line. You are on with 4th and John, buddy. What's up? Somebody please talk to me. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I was just <laughs> wondering. Uh-oh. Uh, Down. Hell, oh. Uh. Hello? Is anybody on the line? All right. Let's try the next one. Nobody got time for that. <laughs> let's, let's try the next one. We're going to attempt to do this. We're live on location. The entire bar is looking at me. <laughs> Why is he sweating? Why Dude, are you I am sweating? Fine. I just see the sweat coming off your forehead. Yeah, he's good. He's good. All right, we're going to keep the conversation rolling. Let's do it. We, we, we'll attempt to go back to the we're going to, we're going to attempt. Forget the phone calls. You want to talk, come on down to the Green Turtle. How about yeah, that? Yeah, exactly, with these good folks right? who showed up. Appreciate it. We got a uh, – I, 
I don't know. I, I kept talking about a tough matchup, tough matchup, tough matchup against the upcoming team. And the upcoming team is the Denver Broncos, mm. struggling on offense, especially at the quarterback position. But make no mistake about it when it comes to that defense, especially those defensive ends as we continue to talk about the offensive line position, how do you see this game playing out uh, against the Denver Broncos? <laughs> Man, well, I, 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 like I was saying earlier, uh, I, I, w- I would have been a lot more worried if they had Emmanuel Sanders. <clears throat> Because the Eagles struggle a little bit with the quick three-step passing game. He's a quick, shifty kind of receiver. I thought he, he would have had a good day against the Birds. Uh, but now you're down to just Demarius Thomas. C.J. Anderson isn't running the ball like he was at the start of the season. Uh, I, I don't think they can score more than 10 points against our defense. Isn't it crazy to say that, too? Yeah. Because, because you said they don't have Emmanuel Sanders. And in this conversation, he would scare me more than I'm scared of Demarius Thomas oh, right it's, now. Oh, he would and scare me And that's sick to even more. say it. Yeah. But it's sick to just watch how – and look – the defense lights out, scares the hell out of me. There's yep. no getting around that. But Trevor yep. Simeon doesn't scare me. No. He doesn't scare anybody. So when we look at, I guarantee you, the folks in Denver right now are saying, okay, that defense scares me. Like mm-hmm. the Eagles' front seven, well, in particular, their front four, front yep. scares a lot of teams. So I, I guarantee you, Denver's over there looking at the same exact thing that the Eagles are looking at that yep. front four that and f- pressure on the quarterback. That's where the game's going to be won and yeah. lost on Sunday. Yeah. I mean, that front four is ridiculous. I mean, like, you look around the league, you know, teams have edge rushers. Maybe they have, like, one guy interior getting interior pressure. But we have our interior pressure is ridiculous with Cox, Jernigan, one gap, and just, just terror on the inside. But then on top of that, you have a prime pass rushers off the edge. And we go too deep. And that's what, Gail, you know what's beautiful about it? This whole conversation, we've been talking about depth. And I can't tell you the number of times yesterday where I saw Bo Allen in the middle and Chris Long rushing on the outside and Derek Barnett coming from – it's depth. Darren Barnett I mean, we all know what Jernigan and Cox can do and Graham, and we know what Vinnie Curry's been doing. We all see that with the first unit, but the second unit is getting pressure. It's all about depth. We got guys that don't even play that we know can play, like (laughs) Stephen Means. Yeah, where's he been? Elijah Qualls, like guys like that. Speaking of which, I'm looking at a tweet right now that uh, one of our boys was kind enough to bring up the phone. Emmanuel Sanders says he intends to return next week versus the Eagles. Oh, Oh, no. We got Emmanuel Sanders coming back. (laughs) No! That's a challenge. Well, he hasn't played in a couple weeks, so I will no, say that's that. No, ch- that's going to be a challenge yeah. regardless because yeah. if there's one thing that these Eagles, the DBs don't have, it's going to be that quick twitch. It's going to yeah. be that speed to cover a burner. So they're going to be tested. Now I might be, be a little though. more scared than Marius Thomas. He could be a little rusty. Oh, absolutely he'll be rusty. But then it's funny. Like Remember last year we saw Jalen Mills against uh, Julio Jones and, and Antonio Brown, Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, I mean, we have, a, we have a great opportunity to uh, show up. You know, I, I really feel like. You know, we're going to make them one-dimensional. We're, I'm the number one run defense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, make them one-dimensional. Have Simeon try to beat you. They're going to do their little dink and dunk with Demarius Thomas. And that's where you got to give sort of the nod to the Eagles, Despite the, besides the fact that they're at home and they should be favored in this game, is the fact that no matter how nasty their front four is on defense – we got that ginger Jesus back there. We yeah. got Carson Wentz. The one thing they don't have is a Carson Wentz. They've where's got a the, sitting duck the back there uh, that's going to be wide-eyed as Timmy <laughs> Jernigan goes after him, and he gets blasted with some cocks in the face. It's going to be tough for him to focus on Emmanuel Sanders or anybody else. Uh, uh, I'm so not surprised by you right now. That was, that, the, was a, that was a dick joke, Green Turtle, just in case, just in case you didn't hear it. Okay. Here, here's the thing. You just said you had, that the Eagles have the ginger Jesus, and, and you're right that they do. 
and I want to keep the ginger Jesus. Yes. So priority number one is to keep him upright. Priority yeah. number one is if you want to talk about that front four for the Broncos, good. Keep Carson Wentz upright. And in order to keep him upright, do what Trevor Simeon does and get rid of the damn ball. Yeah. All right, three-step drop, get rid of it. Because we've seen Carson Wentz has a propensity to stare. Right and then oh how, my god, and he, he look, eye bangs his receivers I love sometimes. It. I love it. He's getting right? better though. He, I agree. He's going through his progressions a little quicker, but he's still taking his time, and he yeah. tends to just lock on and just wait. I'm yeah. just going to wait. And if you do that against the Broncos, I promise you, he's coming out with some bruises. And to, I, I just, I don't, I, I get it. You're going into the bye, and it's football, and everybody's going to get hit. But if modus operandi, if your priority number one isn't keeping Carson Wentz upright and keeping Carson well, Carson Wentz healthy, then you got the wrong game plan. Period. Yeah. Wrong think, game plan. I think the biggest thing also is the blocking by our running backs. You know, like people were asking, why is Smallwood not on the field? You can't block. He's had yeah. problems blocking for like Carson Wentz. All uh, the backs have had trouble so. pass protection this year. Your, your best pass pro guy was was Sproles. Yeah. He was five foot six. He was your best pass blocker from the running back position. So, yeah. and one thing to piggyback off of what you were saying about the quick getting rid of the ball, yeah. quick three three step drops, things like that. What's one thing that we can do to slow down that pass rush? Well, yep. if it's coming from, well, it depends on the side that it comes from. We need to establish the screen game. Oh, I'd love that's, it. That's yeah. one thing. I'd that, love I mean, West Coast offense screens. That's when Doug really needs to go into his bag and, and be the play caller that Jason Kelsey had uh, proclaimed him to be. Uh, you know what? And that's, it's funny you say that because that Jason Kelsey proclaimed him to be because I haven't seen it. I haven't seen the screen game. Unless they're, they're tr- trying to hold out. They're trying to hold out, maybe. I don't even know that they're trying to hold yeah. out. Like, even when they try to run it, it just looks ugly. Mm-hmm. It yeah. just looks like it's it's not uniformed. It's, it's not in rhythm. Yeah. It's almost like it's a jailbreak it's not by seamless accident. Seamless, like that. At all. They're, they're, they're not correct. They're yeah. not running the Lombardi power sweep with the precision <laughs> that uh, Vin, Vince would have would have certainly loved. The other thing that they got to do, and that's an excellent point, Ryan, about the screen game. You saw you start to see it in the, in the last game, rolling out, get Wentz yep. out of the puck. Have them roll in the opposite direction right. of, of Big Von, V. Of Big v. <laughs> or Make it that pocket. much difficult, much more difficult to get at the quarterback if you roll them out to that side. All right, well, let me ask you this question because now actually we just contradicted each other. Did we? Do you want to roll him away from Big V and into Von Miller or no, roll no, no, him I'm away saying, from Von Miller and towards Big V? I didn't know what V you were talking about. But there's only one V, baby. Yeah, yeah. We're at, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, we're at the Green Turtle right now. How you doing, Green Turtle? <laughs> so we can't talk about the V that we want to talk about. My man Evan's right here working the soundboard. You know him. You love him. He's sitting right beside me. What do you think about this matchup against the Denver Broncos? Against the Denver Broncos, I think we're, uh, we're going to fare pretty well. I want to go back to what we were saying against the 49ers and just go back to the depth conversation. I think it really showed, because uh, we were playing a real bad football team, 0-7 coming in, it just showed that the Eagles, they were kind of half asleep out there. They were just, like, kind of letting them come. I, I had the feeling that Carson Wentz could have turned it on at any moment if he started to sweat and just turned that game off. You know, you know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, he did it at one point when we started sweating a little bit, and then he went 53 yards to Alshon <laughs> Jeffrey for the score, and we all sat back down in our seats and took a breath. That's a, that's so a, it makes sense. That's exactly the old line didn't give him any time, though. That's, that's the thing. But going back to what he said, we got the Carson Wentz factor. Carson yeah. Wentz factor allows for anything and everything Ooh. to happen on and any given play. And we have uh, the man upstairs. Yeah, but it's also it can't just be Carson Wentz. Like it's got to be the Dougie P factor as well. You got to put together a smart, intelligent, well thought out game plan yep. against this team in order to protect your quarterback. Listen, it's not just the offensive line protecting this kid from from uh, the season-ending injury. God forbid. 
It's it's the running backs got to block. The tight ends got to chip. The tight ends got to block better. They haven't done a great job. And not for nothing, bringing Selig into the li- into the game is almost a liability because you're tipping your hand on the play call. Mm-hmm. We were talking about a week one. Ertz is in, pass play. Selig comes in, run play. Now they've done a good job of switching it up a little bit. Yeah. The, the, the offensive line has got to block better. The running backs got to pass protect better. The tight ends got to pass protect better. Also, as well, Doug Peterson has to have this game plan on point. Well, they used him last week. They had uh, Ertz in motion, and Ertz is getting double coverage. And then they, they snuck Selleck in the middle of the field for a nice first down. Um, you know, he doesn't have a lot of catches on the year, but when he makes a catch, it's usually, you know, for uh, some good yards. But uh, I really feel like, you know. And you know what I also feel? This team doesn't have to be carried by Wentz. The defense has been helping out. We, I mean, they kind of proved it a little bit last game. Wentz didn't have his greatest game. And then what happened? The defense actually helped, showed up, and telling you what, we, a lot of NFL analysis are saying this, this team is really balanced with the offense and defense. And if you could keep that going during the season, the rest of the season, then playoffs, it could be really special going on. I'm not saying the S word, but it could really go a long way. Look, here's the deal. You're right that this team is balanced. All right, and I know that we are going to bang on special teams a little bit, but there's three phases to the game, and defense has played very well, offense has played very well, and special teams has been, and if they're top 15, I'm good with that, right? I, of course we want to be top five, but the point is, yes, you are right, they are balanced, but I don't care. Look, they got away with having a slow day by playing the 49ers. If yep. you had that off day against a quality opponent, I'm not so sure the outcome's going to be the same. At the end of the day, we can have the, the running backs can pass pro better, the, line, the, the offensive line can block for him. Doug Peterson can have a great play. Look, if Carson Wentz doesn't do his job, if Carson Wentz doesn't use his brain, right, you've, he's got to make the right reads. He's got to know when to get rid of the football. He's got to know when he can and shouldn't extend a play. So a lot of this, I'm not going to just pinpoint everybody else that needs to do their job. There's a lot of things that, although he got the W, that Carson Wentz did not look good at yesterday. So I'm not going to take all the onus off of the next week or this coming week and say, well, it's everybody else's responsibility to protect Carson. Carson's got to protect Carson. This is true. This is true. You know what I love about broadcasting from the Green Turtle? This is the first time we're doing a remote, by the way, since our first show ever, is that the live listening audience can just pop in and ask a question like my man Louie right here. Hey, uh, so as you were saying about Carson Wentz and the offense, do you think we're becoming a little too predictable? Um, predictable. Well, when I'm sitting on my couch and I'm talking to my girl and I'm saying it's a run, uh, it's a pass over the middle of the earth, here it comes, then, I, yes, that's predictable, right? Because if we can call it, if we're sitting on our, on our couches and we know what's coming, then I'm pretty sure defensive coordinators can pick up on that as well. However, I, I think they've done a good job uh, balance, run-pass ratio. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think they've taken – I'd like to see them take some more shots down the field. I, I think overall there are – there's every play like you're talking about. Selleck, run. Ertz, pass. There, there's predictability in almost every offense that you run. But a 7-1 and one record, regardless of what I think on my couch, a 7-1 and one record says that more times than not, he's got defensive coordinators fooled, right? Because they're getting in the end zone and they're winning football games and they're not squeaking them out. They're scoring 30-plus. They're the only team in the NFL to score 20-plus points in every single game. So they're doing something right on offense to fool defensive coordinators, right? right? In the second half adjustments, too, even when it's not looking too good, we can come back in the second half. And sometimes they're not even looking what we're doing, and we catch them by surprise. Well, you guys tell me. I, yeah. I mean, in all honesty, I can say that I've had more confidence in this Eagles team in the second half than I have in well, I mean, many they, years they, past. You know, you know they could run the ball. I yeah. mean, we're number five in, in rushing. I mean, that's we haven't said that in a while. No. You know what I mean? I and mean, we're number 11 in passing. So and I why mean, do you think that is? 
because oh, he's okay. adjusting. Yeah. There, there's so yeah. much versatility in the offense because not only can you run it inside with LeGarrette Blunt, you can also run it outside with, with the blocking that you have. Now, now, obviously, Peter's not here anymore. But with Kelsey being able to pull along with Peters on the pruner, they were able to have a lot of success running the football. Then you got the short passing game and the quick and, and the deep stuff that you can do with Matt Collins, Nelson Aguilar, the home run hitters, all the touchdown dances they've been doing. So so much versatility in this offense. So all by uh, it might be a little predictable. They can do so much; it doesn't even matter. I, I honestly haven't felt like they've become nah, predictable I yet. So. I mean, G- Gail, you and I talk. We sit in the same right next to each other. We see, we see it year after year. Or, I'm sorry, game after game. But the predictability factor I don't think is there as it was last year. Because I think you're starting to see that Doug Peterson playbook start to open up a little bit that it didn't last I, I agree year. agree with that. Because sure. it was a rookie quarterback behind a bad offensive line with not a lot of weapons. It had to be very basic. I mean, he's running stuff right now. We were, t- we were talking about, during the game, we were talking about uh, the run to the outside, like Garrett Bund to the outside, running to the outside. And then you and I, com- I forget which one of us said it to the other one, or like he's setting them up later for that right, rollout. Right, right. And that's what you see. You see Doug Peterson play running a couple plays. No. Yes. You see Doug Peterson run a couple plays, and you're like, this, is, this, this isn't only a play. This is a setup for something later. Right. And then also he sprinkles in the uh, up-tempo. And that's, that's, that's the thing I like with Carson Wentz. He, he feels comfortable. He, he looks comfortable running the up tempo. And you know, the once you know they, they lull them to sleep, and then also they turn it on in like the second half. And they've got a lot of drive, some points off up tempo this season. Yeah. Here, here's where I think when we're talking about this predictability nature, I, I think two words go a long way. Kill, kill. Who? Kill, kill. kill. Yeah. I think, if anything, they're not predictable because they have given so much responsibility to Carson Wentz yeah. in the second yeah. year to go up and say, okay, I know what we called. I know what you want to do, but I'm one step ahead. And Doug right. Peterson and Frank Reich have, have kind of given him the blessing to, you don't like it? Kill it. Yeah. Go, get yeah. into a play that you think it, it, where our matchups are going to be. So maybe where you know, I'm thinking, okay, it's going to be a run, and then you hear, kill, kill. Okay, uh, guess what? We're no longer predictable because I have no clue what the hell you're going to run right now. The uh, other thing that I think is funny I noticed this yesterday when I was watching the game. So Doug, Doug Peterson talked to Pam Oliver at halftime. And Pam comes, the first thing's out of her mouth is, I talked to Doug Peterson at halftime. He says he wants to run the football, and they're going to go back to quick tempo. So what do the Eagles do? They throw the ball, and then they huddle up. So basically, <laughs> virtually exactly the opposite of what he told everybody. And surprise, you have to, surprise, right? baby! And I, I just wonder if that's a little gamesmanship to where he says it and yeah. puts it out there because they know it's going to be repeated and then come and does the exact opposite. I just thought it was fun. Uh, update on the trade. The Seahawks traded cornerback uh, Jeremy Lane, a 2018 fifth-round pick, and a 2019 second-round pick second. to the Texans for Dwayne Brown. And that's a haul, dude. Yeah. You got because yeah. they, there's another corner out in Seattle that just recently popped off uh, Lane. And st- what's his name? Sheed is that who, is that who's starting in front of him? Uh, no it's, it, there's a rookie there, right? The the kid Shaquille uh, Griffin. Is that who it is? Is it Shaq Central Griffin? Central Florida. Yeah. Is he the yeah. kid starting? Okay. Yeah. So, so, so Jeremy Jeremy Lane's a good player. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But he was he was relegated to a backup. Yep. So it took that guy yeah. plus a second round pick to go get Dwayne Brown. What what would the Eagles a fifth and a second, right? A yep. fifth a fifth in this upcoming draft. No, no 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 no. He was a fifth. That Lane oh, he was, was a fifth. No, round. I'm saying 2018 they, fifth, uh, 2018 fifth, fifth. 2019 yeah. second. And Lane and, and Lane. Oh my God! Well, if you think about this, there, there's no way. Would, the would you? Would you? That here, here's an here's an Who interesting. Who would I them to? Hey, yeah. um, Mike, put up a Twitter poll on Fourth and John <clears throat> because that's basically the equivalent of the Philadelphia Eagles trading away, let's say, one of their corners. Let's say Darby. 
I know we just got him, but let's say Darby because he's they're not going to trade Patrick Robinson or anything. So, so would you trade Darby a fifth in the upcoming and a second in the year after? Would you pull off that same trade? Would would Hell would you no. have liked to have seen That's the Eagles lot. do this? It's just content, guys. As Mike <laughs> shakes his head, uh, would you like? Would you have done the trade, the same trade that the Seahawks did? Why don't you throw it up? I'll there? answer the poll right now. No, take no. It down. <laughs> <laughs> think, think about the situation. The, we got the two play. hours to film, man. Yeah, the Seahawks are in. They have older players. They're on borrowed time. You know that yeah. that is about yeah. to they're when disassemble. Yep. You know the, the uh, what are they called? Is that, are they the fly zone out What's there in Seattle? The no fly, no fly zone. zone. Are they? Yeah. I mean, Earl Legion Thomas was about to retire last year. Richard Sherman is getting up there in age. Yeah, but this has nothing to do with well, that I mean, defense. This it, has everything well, to do with Russell Wilson. But they're taking a shot. Though. Keep that guy you healthy. Know, you yeah. saw him in that battle with Houston. He was outside the pocket virtually every throw. Now, well, made every big play plays, he's like this. Made big plays, yeah. Yeah. but it's not because – like Russell Wilson isn't taking the snap saying, all right, let me get outside the pocket. Right. Yeah. Russell Wilson's taking the snap and saying, I got to get outside the yeah. pocket. Yeah. But they got to so take a that shot. Was, that's a Russell Wilson they move They got to right take there. a shot. Don't you, feel, don't you feel like in a lot of ways like this 2017 Eagles team is kind of feeling Seattle-esque? In a way, they're they're kind of uprising. They got their quarterback, right? Well, when they won it all, Wilson was in his second year. Like yeah. like when Wilson was or was not? I, I, he was. He was in his I, second I year. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, what I mean, the, def- the defense yeah. was the defense was dominant. I'm not. The I'm not saying the Eagles, line was dominant. I'm not saying that the Eagles have the Legion of Boom back yeah. there. Yeah. I, it's far I, from I see it, your but point, though. But, but it's well, it's almost well. like following. Listen, and they had Marshawn. Yeah. You know, what I mean, that yeah. the one thing that the Eagles don't have that they did have. Besides the, the defensive line that was balling out in the quarterback was a guy named Marshawn Lynch running the rock who was nasty. Blount's been running pretty good for, you know, the expectations on Blount, uh, on Blount weren't that high. Yeah. And he's, he's run fairly well. What do you say Blount he's, for? Huh? Just say Blunt. Blunt. That's what it is. Roll that Blunt. There you go. What? <laughs> say Blount. <laughs> trying to be all PC okay. about it. Oh, Blount. Speaking, blunt. <laughs> speaking of adjustments, I, I, I threw this tweet out there earlier. I was all giddy with myself because I started talking numbers. Something that E-Rock normally never does, start talking numbers. But through eight games, the Eagles have scored 47 points in quarter one, 60 points in quarter two, 58 points in quarter three, 67 points Balance. in quarter four. Not only does that show balance, but the he- it's, it's end-heavy. She's got a fat ass, this stat right here, because <laughs> in, fourth, in, the, in the fourth quarter, they're putting people to sleep. Yeah. They're finishing. You know, and, and, you know that, what it is? It's, it says that when you play at least through eight games, and at least for 2017 so far, it means when you play the Philadelphia Eagles, you're going to play for four quarters. I'm not taking a quarter off. I'm not taking a a series off. You're going to get four quarters of football. Now, you've got to be able to close those football games out, and we saw that last year, how many games they lose by single digits, didn't know how to close a basketball. Oh, jeez. Talk about the Sixers already. Don't know how to close (laughs) basketball games. Trust the process. Don't know how to to close a football game out. But this year, year they're winning those games, and emphatically, too. And the numbers that you just read are a testament to that. I mean, the lowest point total was 26 points this season. That's God, disgusting. Man, and that, that was that against is, the that's Chargers. Filthy. That's, so, I mean, that's filthy dirty to think that the lowest point total was 26. Mm-hmm. See, you 20, can't get caught up in that either. You want to know how many scoring touchdowns? That, that, that ain't your defense. Making me that sweat. Ain't your defense. That's your offense yeah. doing that. Yeah. But that's your defense getting the ball back in the hands of the offense, allowing them to do the thing. Like, we keep, we keep patting the defense on the back, defense on the back, defense on the back. The lowest total of points this year was 26. <laughs> and guess how many 30 burgers? How many 30 burgers? Four yeah. 30 burgers. Oh, this oh my God. 
I mean, we, did they you, serve thirty burgers here at the Green Turtle? <laughs> they're going to you go, Yeah, you're going to have to start. I'll order mine medium well. I mean, you have a defense that's giving you more opportunities, uh, a more well-rested um, defense. But then you also have to get hats off to the offense for the running game. They put some phenomenal drives in the fourth quarter, yeah. just just grounding out games. So how do you put, how do you put points on the board? You extend drives. How do you extend drives? With you pick Peters. up third downs. Yeah. And that's what this team does. Now, granted, they didn't do too, too good of a job of it yesterday. No. But by and large, they're picking up third downs. They're moving chains. They're flipping fields. And, and Shio Kapati has said uh, on the air while I was driving in, he said that, like, the way the offense was acting in the postgame locker room, you would have thought they just lost, like, a playoff game. Like, they were super pissed off at themselves, taking it seriously. How come we didn't play? Meanwhile... Still 33 points. I mean, 30 yeah. burger. 30 burger. 30 burger. <laughs> you still tall stuff a 30 burger. Weren't happy with their. And we're still 7 1 at the end of the day. That brings new meaning to the dirty 30, doesn't it? Oh, God. I don't even want to bring that. <laughs> I don't even want to bring back that clown show. We're going to attempt to go to the phone calls once again. So, whoever is on the line, I don't know. Just start talking. We'll, we'll, we'll roll with it, bro. Are you there? Oh, we have somebody. We, we have a live one. We have a live one. What's happening? You're on with 4th and John. How are you feeling, buddy? Uh, doing good. Doing great about the Eagles right now. 7-1. and one. Absolutely. How do you feel about this upcoming matchup against the Denver Broncos? Ooh. Uh, with that defense, it's going to be tough. But I feel great about our defense against their offense. I don't like Simeon at all. Agree. Agree. Gonna give me a score prediction? Uh, nope. I think what? It's, gonna be, uh, 30 to 23 birds. 30 to 23. Yeah, wow. 30 birds. Yet another 30 place. burger. Ordering up another 30 burger. I love it. I love it, man. Do we got anybody else on the line, Justin? Two more. We're gonna keep rolling with the phone calls. I have no single idea who's on the line, so just uh, just start talking. You're on fourth and John. Go for it, baby. <laughs> Hey, hey guys, what's up? It's Sam from Seattle. How you guys doing? Hey, Sam. Doing fantastic. Hey, I just want to touch on the Russell Wilson thing. Uh, first couple of years when he did make it to the playoffs, he was, I mean, I'm not going to say anything bad about the guy because he's a baller, but he was he would throw the ball like 15 times a game, 13 times a game. It was a Marshawn Lynch show. That defense was crazy. So it, it was nothing like what Wentz is doing right now for us in the second year. So just, just to put that out there. Yeah, you're right. You saw no, the evolution right. of Russell Wilson in the beginning. Yeah, run yeah, the ball, yeah. give it to beast mode, rely on your defense, and that's not the offense that Russell Wilson is, play, is running now, and it's certainly not what you're seeing out of Carson Wentz. Yeah, Wilson was just smart with the ball no. and didn't turn it over. And, yeah, he, 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 he was just great on third down. He was just making, happen, you know, making things happen with the feet. So about the Eagles, about the birds, uh, the, the only thing I think people – I know people haven't been too excited about the running game. But I will say about guys like Blunt, I mean, when it's a December, guy like him, he tears down, he, he wears you out. So I think, I think you've got to give him some time. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't give up anything for Gore or, you know, a guy out there with the Niners, Hyde. I think you just, you know, you just ride it out with these guys. I, would, I wouldn't mind getting another somebody, you know, to protect him, though, because he is all we got. Carson. I mean, we yeah. go as far as Carson takes so protecting him is priority. So if we were somehow to make a deal with anybody that makes us better, I think that should be a priority. 
Absolutely, 100%. Before we get back, Gail's got some breaking news on the phone From Adam there. Adam Schefter, judge cannot extend the temporary restraining order in the Ezekiel Elliott case, so she must rule tonight per source. So what's that mean? They can't extend the stay. They, they, they have she's got to make a call tonight. Yeah. Either he's suspended six games starting this week or he's not. <laughs> she has to make a call. She has to make a call. Oh, she. 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 Yeah, she's got to make a call. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So uh, now's when I want some bias. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> throw, throw that in there. Do the yeah. right thing, girl. Do the right thing. I don't know your name or who it is, but do the right thing, girl. Look, here, here's the thing where he talked about with Blunt, and and you when you get into January, when you get into February, you get into those cold weather months where you've got to run the football, you've got to sustain drives, you're not going to sling it through the cold air. I get that. The the knock on Blunt, at least last year, with the number of carries he had, is he tended to wet. The one thing you wouldn't think he would do, right? But when you get 299 carries in a season, it's going to happen. He tended to wear down. The yards yeah. per carry just just took a drop off the dive. Yeah. And you saw that you're seeing it a little bit in a small sample size now with Blunt in his last two games. Mm-hmm. Right? He's only getting about 14 to 15 touches a game, I'd which like is that. good to manage him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely great to manage him. Yeah. But now here in eight games, you're starting to see that yards per carry where it would hover around five, yeah. now dip into around three. And that's not going to get it done. And we're only in October, yeah, yeah, brother. Yeah. Well, going into November, but you know what I mean. Yeah. And it, as his yards per carry in the fourth quarter has always been his best. So you talk about you know client trying to close out games in December and January, 4.6 yards per carry in the fourth quarter. So obviously that's when defense is battered, tired. He's that's when you're taking Lynch, advantage man. of him. Yeah. He's LeGarrette Lynch. I'd, I'd rather bring have it, bring Blunt in the on my team than not. <laughs> right. At the end of the day, you'd rather have Blunt on your squad than not. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So he's your bruiser. He's the guy you're going to have to lean on in the fourth quarter. You just hope yeah. that, it, that the number of carries doesn't take a toll. Now, granted, again, they're, they're managing his carries well, mm-hmm. but you just hope as you get with his age and the tread on the tires and when he starts getting into the December games mm-hmm. that you don't see that production drop off a cliff. Yeah, and this is why I tell people, you know, he doesn't need the 20 to 25 carries nope. right now. Yeah. Nope. It's, it's unnecessary. Nope. nope. Keep, keep, keep him as the closer when, those, when, when the playoff games start rolling in. Yeah. And when we have the lead in the fourth quarter, there and you go. when we're moving on in the playoffs, Uh-oh. it's going to be the Garrett Lidge time. Absolutely. I, was, I started preaching here. <laughs> you know, by, the way, by the way, did you know I, I, I did bring the beer bong, by the way? Are you trying to baptize some people? I don't know. Don't Should we do it? Yeah. Is the bar going to let us do a live beer bong baptism? i gotta, I got to find the manager. <laughs> I'm going to go with no on that one. I'm going to go out on a limb and say no. <laughs> no, you don't did think you bring, so? Did you bring the Pope hat, though? I did bring the Pope. I brought the whole, the whole setup. Nice. You think they'll let me do it? Maybe. It's worth an ask, right? Do you guys have O'Doul's? <laughs> if you have O'Doul's, they'd probably let you get away with it. <laughs> if I'd ask. Yeah, we're, we're going we're gonna to have to find out. Okay! We got, we got some more people on the phone, right? We got two people on the phone? All right. You, caller, start talking. Stop being rocket Yo, what's happening? Is, who's this? Joe. Joe. It's, it's Joe. What's happening, Joe? Uh, I was listening to the game on, on my way home from the beach. From the beach? <laughs> what were you doing at the beach? What? the beach. What's going on at the beach, bro? I was over home there. What's that? Uh, just some family time, you know. All right. Coming home, and I was, I was just listening to the game, and... What? Oh, listening to the Flyers game? The Flyers are playing now? Okay! Yeah. Yeah, they're down to nothing. 
All right. What would you, what'd you think about that 49ers game, my man? Uh, uh, I, can, I can agree with uh, Lane Johnson that the O-line did not do their job. No, they, they, they certainly didn't do their job. I mean, how would you, how would you correct that, mis- that mistake? Move Vita. Where, where you turn him backwards? What are you talking? About? <laughs> I, I don't know what to do. You don't know what to do. You just know it needs to be fixed. Well, last year when Lee was out, now he's on Peter's side, and I have no idea what to do. How do you think they match up I'm against? Pick someone up on the train. How do you think they match up against the Denver Broncos? It's going to be a close game. Give me a, uh, give me a prediction there, bro. Uh, let's see. 20 to 20. All right, I love it. Love Thanks it. for calling. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I'm so uncomfortable right now. <laughs> All right, another phone call? Is Joe okay, why not? Because that one went so well. Let's do it, it again. Doesn't <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, caller, hey, you're up, on. Guys? What's happening, buddy? Yo. What's up, guys? What's going on, brother? Uh, the floor is yours. About, like, the trade deadline and what the Eagles could get. Um, we know that Dwayne Brown was obviously traded and for a big haul. So um, like for a guy like Forty Glenn, I don't think that's going to be possible at all. Um, I think Kai Roseman, I think he's smart enough to know that we can't trade like a, a first, second, third for a guy that's going to be around for like two months. So yeah. if it is Forty Glenn, if that's the guy they're looking at, I think that he'll be your future left tackle, and that that'll be enough to, like, if you give up, like, a third rounder, second rounder, I think it's worth it if he stays around for, like, you know, the next five to seven years. What do you guys think? Which you very well could. I mean, the kid's, yeah. what, is he 28 years old? I yeah. mean, he's a, he's a proven left tackle. He might be 26, actually. I'll, I'll look he's, it he's up, even younger. I thought he was 28, but maybe he's 26. You might be right. I mean, but either way, 26, 28, I mean, he's not, he's not a 30-year-old, 32-year-old. Yeah, that's the middle of your prime right, right there. So, I mean, I would think Roseman's plan, if, if he does go out and get a Cordy Glenn or a guy in his mid-20s, he would want to be a guy that they target to grow with Carson Wentz, to sign an extension, lock him up, make sure he's in midnight green for years to come. That, I mean, that would be, if you're going to give up draft capital to go get a guy, it would be yeah. with the intention of him being around. Yeah, and, that, and that's where the stars have, that, that's something as Eagles fans, you guys got to understand, the stars have to freaking align. So what oh, are we yeah. doing, what oh, are we yeah. doing with Jason Peters? What do you mean, what are you doing? You're putting him in the Eagles Hall of Fame and saying, have a good day. By the yeah. way, his surgery went well. The ACL surgery yeah, went well. He's, he's cooked, man. He is 28, I, I, by the he, way. You're he right. He 28. Yeah. You don't look. You don't. He's cooked. If you come back from an ACL, God bless you. If you come yeah. back from an ACL and an MCL, God bless you. At 35? Right. That's what I'm saying. You're yeah. not doing it. You're not yeah. doing it. That's a, he that's needs a, some milk. He's going to need a, a lot more than milk. It's a two-year recovery. Yeah, man. Honestly, it's one year yeah. just to kind of get back on your feet and then to get back into to NFL shape to play the left tackle position. Yeah. That's a minimum two I, I years. Thought, I thought best-case scenario might actually be moving to left guard, guard. down the line if, if he does choose to come back. I, two years ago I was saying that. Before yeah. he kind of had a, a, re, a reinvention of Jason Peters at yeah. the left tackle position, I was thinking, you know what, kick him inside the guard because he's still athletic as hell. Yeah. He's still a mauler. He just doesn't have that elite foot speed anymore that you need. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, he's shown different over the yeah. last two years since Doug Peterson got in there. But, yeah, you're right. If he wants to continue playing, maybe he can squeeze back yeah. in the guard. Yeah. And Gail at the sports desk has some oh. more breaking news. Marcus Mosher with a, some breaking news. Heard from a good source that Ezekiel Elliott will win his injunction. Boo! Boo! 
should be finalized soon. So if you own Ezekiel Elliott in your fantasy league, thumbs up. Why, why are you looking at me? Because you own him. But yeah, listen, man, I'm not proud of it. I'm not proud of it. <laughs> I, own, I own him too. I own him too. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not proud of it. Let's go to the phones one more time, see who else is on the line. Caller, mystery caller, you're on with 4th and John. How you feeling, baby? <laughs> All right, I like the fire. The yeah. Someone like bring it, it in. Okay. Oh, passion, What's happening, my man? I lo- I- 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 we're doing fantastic. How are you, man? This is Trevor. Is this oh, Trevor? Y'all made my day. I'm so glad. It's just been a hellish Monday. I'm glad y'all are on here today. One day early. Yeah, Thank man. Thank you all for being there. Well, th- thank you for calling in. Just a quick, I'm just going to just give you a quick statistical knowledge. I was looking at some of the, I want to talk about playoff first here. Since 1967, I know you've been to the playoffs 20 times, right? Okay. Well, I was looking between the divisional and then when we go to the wild card, that we have an 80% chance if we go straight to the divisional and making it to the NFC championship game. Now, I'm not going to say the word. You know the word. Oh, the SB word? No, we're not going to utter that. Just there just are people here listening. I don't want to. Yeah. Yeah, just, just talk about NFC championship here on our odds and making it. But, but see, that's, I don't even like that. Right now. I, and I don't mean to jump in, but I don't even like people talking about. I've gotten the vibe that with a 7-1 and one start, now, and we, I felt this way at 5-1 and one, and a 6-1, and one, that for the Eagles, it's NFC Championship or bust. And for me, I just, again, because we said it in the beginning of the show, nobody, nobody, nobody in the Eagles organization, no, not yeah, one of you yeah. guys sitting yep. here, not nobody yep. in that locker room yep. had an NFC Championship game appearance this year. It's happening well yep. faster than anybody thought they were. But, so I think it's just risky. I think it's a little aggressive to start saying NFC Championship or bust as if these guys don't still have lessons to learn. Oh, and Carson they, Wentz has a rude awakening coming to him. we got to wait and see how they play without Hicks and Peters. And they, That's yeah. the biggest, and, and biggest yeah. Expectations are what expectations are in the beginning of the season. We're halfway through the season. Expectations are going to change. And again, but we don't have to blow them out the water. I don't, I don't think we are blowing oh, them out the on. water. We're saying Hold NFC on, Championship or bust. I, I'll buy that. Why? I'll bite it. Listen, you're in a unique position right now where you had between the I'm Panthers getting nervous. game. The, the, the Panthers game and the Washington Redskins game, you basically had an eleven day mini bye. You have another bye week coming up, not this week, mm-hmm. the week after. Mm-hmm. If the if you continue to go, we penciled in the W's and losses, pen them in rather, right? Even going by your standards where you're nervous, you came up with a thirteen and three season. That's right. enough for the Is road that the one seed? That's enough to be the absolutely. Okay, no, no, no. I'm, I'm walking a, you down a path. Yeah, here. That, that's enough to be the one seed in the NFC. You, okay. Then you then you get a buy being the one seed. Agreed. So in essence, you have two point seven five or two and a half buys in a in a, in a Ooh, given season. Dennis enough, baby. So then the road to the Super Bowl runs through Philadelphia. There's no reason to think that this. Listen, I'm not saying Super Bowl team. I'm not saying Super Bowl winner. But there was no reason. At this very point, the way the rest of the NFC looks, not the NFC East, the rest of the NFC, to say that, listen, if they don't reach the NFC Championship game, eh, my feelings, I'm going to be a little disappointed. My feelings are a little hurt. Yeah, I, and I understand that in a vacuum, but reality says in order to get to an NFC, if the play, to, to use your mentality or your logic, yes. if the playoffs end today and the Eagles are the one seed, mm-hmm. then you're going to follow, I believe, the Seahawks will be the two seed. I think you're going to go with the Rams and Saints. 
at the three. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Rams and Saints at the three and four. Well, Ra- and Rams would have to be a wild card. Because there it is, Seattle. The so I think NFC I think it's the Panther. Then the Panthers are the sixth seed, regardless. Yeah, or the Saints. So you have the yeah. You're, you're, you're going to play the lowest seeded team that exactly. wins at a, at a So it means you have that bye, but you're welcoming in either the Saints, who have a hell of a defense this year. Now, granted, they don't have the hell same of a offense. Defense. Oh yeah. Oh, Their yeah. defense has actually been yeah. surprising this oh, year. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know, but see that face you just put on? Okay. Like Saints and defense, it doesn't sound right. But the, yeah. do but the Saints play well in the cold, though? I mean, they beat, uh, they well, beat they, us a couple years yeah, ago. Yeah, answer yeah, that question when, in Chip Kelly, 2013. <laughs> I know, that's why I brought so, it up. My, my, my only yeah, point okay, is yeah, to yeah. get to that NFC Championship game, you have to go through a team like the Saints. You have to go through a team like... Not scared. The, well, you're going to have to go through the Panthers again, theoretically. You're going to have to go through the Rams. Not scared. The, I understand you're not scared. I'm just saying those are legitimate. Those are good teams Listen, as you, well. you make it to the playoffs, you're legitimate. You're a contender. You're in the dance. But we're hosting the dance. The dance, if, if, let's say the playoffs. Look, the they day. play real they, well at home. You're right. Yeah. No, this the dance happens here. Yeah. No, and that, you all take you that into account. You, I get if, it. If you get that one or two seed, all you have to do is win one, one, game. one game, and you're in the NFC Championship game. And you know, that's one what hurts. game. You see how easy and logical it sounds? One You felt game. this feeling before. I have. You know this feeling. I do. I'm getting You felt it against Tampa right Bay. Places. You felt it against Carolina. Yes. You felt it against Arizona. Yes. You know what this feeling feels like. Yeah. You're going to set yourself up again. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> Listen. You sound I'm, worried, bro. I, I yeah, need a dog. I'm not scared of being disappointed in a season where we even weren't supposed to be there in the beginning of the season. Reaching the NFC Championship game and not going to the Super Bowl. Well, so that's why I'm saying, because we weren't even supposed to be there, I'm not saying NFC Championship or bust. I'm saying, look, you make it to the postseason. What are you saying? I had him as a 68-win team. Yeah, yeah, but what are you saying now? That was Jason Ashworth back in September. August, whenever it was. What is Jason? Oh, they're, they're, a, they're a playoff team for sure right now. I'm you not, think they I'm were not locked in that they're going to? I'm not locked in to say that they're going to be the one or two seed yet. No. Okay, I got it. Like you said, let's see how they play without Jason Peters. So, yeah. so, let's so, see when their warts start to get exposed a oh, little yeah. bit. Oh yeah, and then I'll start to, and then I'll start like to readjust like we do throughout the course of a season. But it, but, but, but either way, you're, you're what seven and one now. Now, yeah. now I'm all sorts of confused because yeah. you're throwing out hypotheticals. Realistically, you're four games away. I mean, right now with this, win- from, here's, from winning, here's what from, I will say. From, from winning I, the division. And listen, it, it, you get into the playoffs, you're in the dance. You're in the yeah. dance. Oh, no, you're, you're, so you said the dance. this is I a playoff that. team. I get that, yeah. So if you're not one of the two seed and you don't get a first-round bye, you have to win two games. This, capable, this team's capable of going on the road and winning two games. I mean, any team's capable. Like you said, <laughs> I mean, a wild-card team, a 10-6 and six, Steelers think you want to win the championship. They've shown they, they can do that before. The, the point I think you're trying to drive at is there was low expectations going, or rather no expectations going Correct. into this season, Correct. right, which is fair. So it's not it, – it, it's sort of unreasonable to think that this team, even the progression that they've made and the position that they sit in right now is a NFC championship game team or a Super Bowl team. My, my point is with – with what's going on right now, there's no reason to boost up those expectations a little bit. Well, you're saying there's no reason not to. Not, it not, doesn't not matter! I, see, and that's, yeah. what, that's fundamentally... I lost my own train of thought on that one. I think it's, it's fundamentally, week week, that's where I disagree. It's week to week. This team is... It seems like every, they've been consistent. You know, they, they come, they, they show up. It's week to week with them. And they've done a phenomenal job being even keeled. And that's, and, and that's something that Doug Peterson preaches time and time and time and time again, one game at a time, one game at a time. And you feel like you, if you beat somebody over the head enough with that mantra, because it is cliche as hell, 
you know, one, one, one game at a time, one game at a time. But Doug Peterson really has these people believing that. Yeah. Gail's got some breaking news breaking again, news. apparently. Uh, Fletcher Cox just confirmed on WIP that he will not be suspended for the hit on uh, Joe Staley that broke his orbital board. No, yeah. no, 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 nor should he. Nor should he. Because not, not for nothing. That was BS. Well, was you, you, you would have to have pinpoint Floyd Mayweather-type accuracy to hit a guy like this, sneak your hand into a face mask sideways. You're saying Fletcher doesn't? Well, no, no, he doesn't have that kind of accuracy sure? to do it on purpose. In okay. other words, it wasn't a dirty hit. Right after the play happened, his, I mean, his hands were up in the air. Like, he, he wasn't trying to knock him out, you know what I mean? So, I mean, kudos. It, no, he it, should it not was just an unfortunate in, injury. Yeah. It was an unfortunate accident. Football happened. Yeah. And we could have yeah. traded for Joel Staley, happen. but now he's hurt. Oh, well. And Staley, I thought, was the guy to get because of his salary cap situation. Yeah. $7.75 million next year. Affordable. Years. That's affordable. very affordable. You would, affordable. Have been, you would have been shocked while we were at the game how many people in the stands were like, oh, no, Joe Staley. Like, they were acting like yeah, he was one of his own. Oh, no, Joe Staley. Oh, get up, Joe. There's a lot no. of concerned hey, Eagle listen, fans. Can in they the just stands. leave you at the airport? Don't go anywhere. Joe, Joe, please get up. Don't be hurt. Come on. We need you, man. Like, yo, you didn't realize he still plays you were for like, the other Somebody team, right? pick him up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. We got more people on the phone? All right, let's go for it. Caller, you are on the line with Fourth and John. Typical tagline. How you feeling, baby? How are you? What's your, na- what's your name? Where are you calling from? Because I, I can't see the screen. Not that I can see it any other week. But. Hello? I can't hear. You there? What? What? Oh, it's, it's, oh it's, Rob, it's Rob from Hamlet. How you doing, Pukey? How are you? Where were you at the tailgate? You could have puked on the ground. Nobody would have ever known the difference. All I heard was hard liquor he's, is he's, off limits. He's hard done liquor with hard. He's, he's done, done with the hard bombs. Okay, no, that, that's, <laughs> that, that's good. How, how, how do you feel about this upcoming Denver game? I think, honestly, it'll go the same. I hope my voice is coming in. Um, yeah. But I, ho- I feel as if this Denver game is going to go similar to the way the 49ers game went. Mm. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. But I, I, the defense is, I feel as if they may have trouble early on against the Denver defense. But if that offense on the Broncos moves the ball, you know, because in what they've shown before with that running game and that quarterback that they can't move the ball. Once the Eagles defense starts taking over, that's when Carson and the Eagles will start to go on the run, their scoring drive. It might be difficult early with that Denver defense, but if they just keep going three and out, three and out, and they're unable to move the ball, eventually that defense is getting tired, kind of similar to the way the 49ers went. All right, thanks for checking in. I, I appreciate it. I didn't hear a goddamn word. I went right over your head. The whole thing. I just saw it word by word. I'm used to things going over my head, man. I'm short. (laughs) I'm short. I hope you at all at home enjoyed uh, Pukey's little phone call there. And I hope you made some some excellent point. All I got was hard liquor out of that. That's all I heard. All right. Next call. Next call. That's it? Okay. Thank God. I can take off these space headphones. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth with the green turtle. I forget where I am sometimes. I forget where I am sometimes. So let me get some predictions on the game. Like, like let, let's uh, – as Jason rolls his eyes because he hates the prediction. One week at a time, man. I'm not going to ask you to commit to the Super Bowl. I'm not going to ask you to commit to the NFC Championship game. 
I'm just asking you to commit to, to like this conversation isn't over either. Week, bro. We're still after the show. We're still going to talk about this. Oh, we got Monday night football. I think we're going to hang out with some of the listeners, drink a little bit. I'm going to. I'm still going to go in the. I'll I'll be doing beer bong baptisms in the parking lot afterwards. (laughs) (laughs) But give me a. uh, Give me a start. Yeah, 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 I have fired uh, off. All right, I'll tell you what, Gail. Go. Let me ponder. All right, I'm going. I'm going 2017. It's going to be a defensive game. I think uh, you know that defense. uh, Our defense against their offense. I think we make them one. uh, You know, predictable again this week. Uh, I think we shut down the running game. It's going to be a big play by Carson Wentz that wins this game for us, and we'll be at home, baby. Yeah, I, I think the Eagles win too. Uh, if they can get to 20, I, I don't think Denver can match that. So I, I got something like 2013. I think it'll go something like that. I like Eagles it. win it. I like Defense it. dominates again. Let's, we're, we're saving Jason for last. Let's go to the boys. Evan Bubblegum here. Uh, I see a I see a low scoring game as well, Gail. I see a uh, 24-20 win. The Eagles are just able to eke it out, and uh, I think again uh, Carson Wentz maybe Nelson Aguilar connect for a uh, for a game winning drive. Boom. All right, I'm going to go with 31-27 birds. It's going to be a close Ooh. one. It's going to be a close one. Thirty burger again, huh? Well, I don't know about that. That one's going to be tough to watch, <laughs> my man. Mac attack. 21-17, right with you, Gail, on that score. Uh, Carson throws for a touchdown or two. I think Blunt runs for a score. Yeah, absolutely. Ryan. Oh, boy. Um, I'm feeling a 14-13 to 13 victory. Wow. Wait, what? What? 14-13 victory. Saying it with his chest over here. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna give, they're going to give us all a heart attack. I think uh, – I think we come from behind here to uh, on a final drive. Phrasing. Car- at the green turtle. You can't say stuff like that. <laughs> Carson leads us down uh, towards the end of the game there with a long, sustained drive, and, uh, and Blunt punches it in from like two yards out. Ooh. Say it with your chest. Hey. Louie. All right, I got us winning 21-14. to 14. Carson Wentz, Matt Collins, end it. Let's go to the bye week and get ready for Dallas. And then he does that dance. Flash those guns, baby. Yo, I got 44 to 12. Birds. I don't know how we're going to get to those score permutations, but uh, this is the week that the Denver people are going to be asking themselves, is Trevor Simeon an NFL quarterback? Wow. 40-burger. That That means the defense is going to get like three returns for scores. I like it. Jason, what do I have to do as you sit here? I wish I could... Hold on, hold on. I'm kind of with it, man. I don't like make a prediction. Do not, do not change the pose, because this is going up on Twitter. Put him in a fucking bench. Just shaking his head at me. He's, are you concerned? Jason, what do I have worried. to do to convince you that this team is an NFC East or NFC championship caliber quality team? Well, you can start by beating the Broncos. How about that? And if so, if well, I, no, but, but Yeah, okay. Well, All that's right. where you start, right? Okay, that's where you start. You're not going to convince me. The Eagles can convince me, and that starts by beating the Broncos. I actually think it's going to be a field goal fest. So I'll, I'll take it at a – I think both teams get in the end zone once, but I'll, I'll take a 19-16 Eagles win yeah. be- because I, I can't pick against them. I know the no, NFL – You can pick against them if you want. Okay, because that's smart. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Stop it. I'll, booed, go, I'll go with the 19-16 Eagles win. All right. And okay. what, what do they – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep hammering him on this. What do the Eagles need to do? At what point in the season do you say, all right, I'm buying in. I'm jumping in feet first. Sure. I'm, going okay. in, I'm going in hard Easy. on this team. Easy. 
show me that Big V can be tested and stand up, and show me that Michael Kendricks can play three straight games. Okay. I'm going to come back Because to he's got to stay healthy. I don't want Najee Good and Joe Walker. I don't want to rely on yeah. them. Yeah. And I don't want to have to run my running back to the left side to pass protect every play. I don't want to have to help out Big V on every play. I, got, I say it every time. If I could have – we had – Peters on one side, and you had Lane Johnson on the other side. You do you, you do you, and now I'm going to focus all my pass pro up the middle. Now that's not the case. And i got to shift my running back to the left to kind of chip. i got to roll my tight ends to the left to try to chip. And now I'm leaving Lane Johnson on the island all by himself. Now I'm susceptible up the middle. Show me Big V can – yeah, you can do that all you want. Yeah. Show me Big V can stand <laughs> up to the test and show me that I can rely on Michael Kendricks for a stretch of games and I'll start to buy back in. You lost your quarterback's best friend and your quarterback of the defense. That cannot go unnoticed for me. I want you to say it with me, Jason, because it feels so good. Go ahead. Let's do it. Let's do Just it. Just close your eyes. All right. Picture it. Lincoln Financial Am I rubbing field. myself or am I not rubbing myself? No, you were cheering yourself hey, off right okay. now. I'm cheering my <laughs> Say it. <laughs> NFC champ. NFC Championship game. NFC Championship game. NFC Championship game. First round by. First round by. <laughs> you, you feel that little tingle down there? Yeah, I don't know what that is. That <laughs> <laughs> feels so good, though. <laughs> I love it. Hey, my man Gail was kind enough to go out because we, we, we really appreciate you guys uh, that showed up to the Green Turtle. We asked you to put your name in a hat. What do we got for the people? We have a signed Jordan, signed. Jordan Hicks. Signed Jordan Hicks. And it's the picture uh, where he's intercepting the ball against Dallas, and when he takes it back for the uh, pick six. You know how appropriate. It had, it had a stand it stood on, but the leg snapped off. Hey, yeah, I had put, to be appropriate put him in against the Dallas. This guy. All right, so we're, we're gonna we're gonna shuffle these things up right here, and we're gonna pick a name out of the hat. Oh my God! All right, uh, starts with a K. I, I don't want to butcher the names. Kazina, Kazina. Was it? Hey! hey. How, do you, how do you say your name, honey? We appreciate you coming out. We hope you frame that up. I know what this was. This, this was a trick for your boyfriend, right? She said, yo, write your name on this piece of paper so he can go get the side. I, I see you, Louie. It can't go in the I see you, It goes in her office. Okay. That, that is awesome. That is awesome. So, Adrian, phillyinfluencer.com. I know you guys yep. got a couple podcasts coming up and stuff like that. Tell everybody where to find you, my man. Yeah, phillyinfluencer.com. You can go on the PI Facebook page as well. Sean Brace, Tony Cotillo, and I, uh, we go every Tuesday. We try to. And, and yeah, phillyinfluencer.com and the Facebook page. That's where you go to check us out. All right, Jason Ashworth. Yeah. Where, where can they find you, buddy? He's still concerned over <laughs> Well, here. I will say, no, Philly Influencer, that's legit. It's a legit yeah. podcast that you guys do. I listen to that Appreciate uh, frequently. It. I do a, uh, a podcast with Ronnie Burke, uh, Any Given Sports Day, that airs Wednesday. But we're kind of flexible with it. We kind of air it when we want to air it, so you just got to pay attention. You can catch it on uh, iTunes. You can catch it on uh, Wildfire Radio Network. So we're out there. We're it's good. good to have you guys we're back. We're doing again, things. Yeah. We had Jason in like a couple times in, the, in the, like our first season. Yeah. And dude, they were like the best shows that we had. Because so I don't good. shut up. That's but that's okay. I just don't shut up. <laughs> that's okay. All you, you know, next time you feel like you need to say something, you know the only thing you need to say is? When can I come on? NFC no? Championship. That's all I need. Just say it. Just It's okay. It feels good. I'm going to practice that tonight in the yeah. dark under the covers. Yeah. Absolutely. Got, got, Mike, you got anything else before we wrap this thing up? Yeah, the Twitter poll. Why don't you come over here, man? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. All right, you were asking on the Twitter poll, 
Who would you trade Darby, a fifth round pick, and a 2019 second round pick for Brown? 92% say hell no. Whoa! All right. Well, there you go. There Absolutely. You go. Yeah. Evan, you got anything for the people? I got nothing. Got nothing? Trox, you got anything for the people? Yeah, of course. Yeah, Trox, <laughs> Trox has been waiting. Like, his mom and his dad were kind enough to show up here, as well as his lovely lady. So he's... Okay, so let's, uh, let's, let's see what you got to say, buddy. Go Birds. <laughs> there it is. Spoken like a true champion. All right, we got the outro ready? All right, let's pull it, baby. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hero.co.